Join me, 48 Hours Correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the labyrinth of crime and secrets within families. I'm cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved, including investigators and the families of victims. Listen to My Life of Crime with Erin Moriarty wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Start Me Up Podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with MSW Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. I'm so excited today. My guest is activist and actress Heather Thomas. She's really popular on Twitter. She's so kick-ass. I absolutely adore her. We're going to have a lot of fun, but before we get into it. The Start Me Up podcast is independent, listener-funded, and woman-run. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup to see the variety of tiers offered, including the option to get a bonus What's Up episode every Tuesday. It's kind of like my online journal where I get a little more personal and I talk about whatever's on my mind. There's also an ad-free tier with a much shorter intro. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Now please enjoy my conversation with Heather Thomas. Welcome to the show, Heather. Hi. Well, hello, and oh my God, you know, everyone loves you because, first of all, you're like an icon, you're a, a, a beauty icon and an actress, and and then on top of it, you're smart, you're funny, and you're liberal and political, so just thank you for all of that. <laughs> oh my God, well, thank you. I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the show, if you haven't noticed. Um, so we talked a little bit before we started recording, and... We're going to get into some politics, but I wanted to ask you a couple questions about you first. And, um, you know, I just wanted to, I used to be an actress. I was on Days of Our Lives for seven years. I played a police officer. It was a really small role, yeah. but I was in the industry. So um, I know a little bit about it. So I just want to know, you know, what got you started? What led you to the entertainment industry? I always wanted to work as an actress and a, and a creator and a writer and a I, I, at one point, I thought I'd be Lena Vertmuller, but then I saw how they treat lady directors in my day. It was very hard. Yeah. Wow. Uh, very, very hard. I've directed some small things, but um, mostly I'm I'm writing and acting. Interesting. And so how old were you when you booked your first gig? I was 14. Wow. Um, they came into my junior high, and they said, we want to talk to the loudmouth kids that are... <laughs> that are hopefully smart and uh, the school suggested me I don't know why and uh, so I did this show called Talking with a Giant on NBC where we sat on jungle gyms and posed wow. questions for celebrities that were heavily censored wow yeah I'm sure they were very censored did you have was that fun yeah it was fun I bought a car out of it really Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. And then did yeah. you just like continue? Was it easy for you after that or what, what? like was it a struggle? No, I didn't have an agent or anything. That was just something I did. Right. But I had film on myself. Gotcha. And, uh, I think I really didn't try to work professionally until I was in college. Hmm. Now, did you study acting? Uh, yes. Yes. I, I took a lot of classes. Peggy Fury and 
lots of people, lots right. of people. Uh, Strasburg, on and on. Right. Um, I I did the work outside of college and inside of college. Mm-hmm. I was a theater major, and then I switched to film in my junior year because you couldn't be in film was only a two year program at UCLA at that point. Mm-hmm. And back in that Mesozoic age, USC didn't have much of a film department, believe it <laughs> or not. Oh my God! My daughter just graduated from SC film. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, did you now? You know, I mean, you you've done a bunch of stuff, and we can't really talk about a lot of it because of the writer strike. So we're going to be cool. I know you mentioned there's a you've got a project coming up after the strike, which is awesome. And I know, unfortunately, you can't talk about next it next year. I have some things coming next out, year. but I'm not allowed to promote right, right. now. We're right. on strike. Right, and we we absolutely want to not mess you up in any way, so we're not mm-hmm. going to talk about any particular mm-hmm. projects. We shall not. Um, and and one of my questions was, are you still acting? So obviously the answer is yes. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Every now and then I dip my toe back in. <laughs> what is it about? I mean, you know, I, I know for me what led me to it and what I loved about it. What is it that you love about that craft? About being in that business. Well, it's it's uh, the play mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, it, they, uh, it's all story, but it's being able to try on different skins yeah. and inhabit them, and maybe show people something they didn't know about themselves. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I also I love the uh, the collaboration. Yeah, I was just gonna say that, like the the camaraderie. And, but I, I I really enjoy playing roles and being part of story we create our culture by the stories we tell yes 100 percent um and so i want to ask you now and i don't you know you don't have to be specific or anything but i'm curious about especially you know when you were younger and you were acting and on tv shows and movies and things like that what kind of sexism did you see or experience (laughs) (laughs) That made me cough. I laughed so hard. Okay. <laughs> you got to remember, women my age, we learned to duck at a, you know, by the time we were 13 or 14, we figured out men were looking at us like lions look at Impala. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, you just learned to duck and, and evade, right. basically. Wow. And, uh, fight when needed, but, Mostly, it was a lot of ducking. Yeah, a lot of scooching away. It was kind of you know, at the Christmas party, don't get near Bobby. He gets handsy if he right. has a couple of cocktails. You know, it, yeah. that kind of thing. But um, I never had. Oh, I'll give you a part if you have sex with me. I never had that. But right. I, I'm sure they they you know that was a common line. Mm-hmm. I, I never. I, I had grown up in this town, so I knew nobody got famous for just having sex with somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, oh, God, Logan. His name was something Logan. And I was like 25, 20, almost 25. I was working in the Glendale Galleria. And at first, his assistant came up and said, um, Anthony Logan, that was his name. And she was like, oh, you know, you're beautiful, blah, 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 blah. You know, you should meet Anthony Logan. And then a few hours later, Anthony Logan approached me. So it was the same day. And, oh, you need to come down and meet me. So I go, and it was Logan Films. So I go down and I meet him. 
and I was we were it was like on a Saturday and I was alone in his office with him I guess like the yeah, secretary about fine right there. yeah <laughs> and so don't meet people on the weekend <laughs> well you know I was so young and I just didn't yeah. know and I mean fortunately nothing terrible happened but for an hour we were talking and oh he was so impressed with me he kept telling how you know telling me how impressed he was with me and then he gave me my sides to do like an audition and the audition um included a lap dance so i was like hmm you know this was my first kind of professional call that i ever went on and so i saw that and i thought all right well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna physically act it out I'll just sit here and move a little bit. And that's what I did. So I didn't act it out on him. And then, of course, he was so disappointed in me. <laughs> he let me know how disappointed in me he was and how much I had impressed him. I mean, so I was actually kind of fortunate because that's the worst of it that I got. He, like you, nobody ever well, said, oh. That's the point where you need to run. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and then I found out because I tweeted about that and, or I posted on social media, you know, like decades later. And I guess somebody said, yeah, oh, he was known for doing that. So I, yeah, and I, there's, I'm pretty there's, lucky. Everybody knew. See, it was kind of common knowledge. Yeah. There, in my day, there was a guy named Paul Segan who used to drive around in an Excalibur, and he'd have parties where you couldn't be older than 16 if you yeah. were a girl. That's disgusting. With all these adult men. Oh, my God. Well, it sounds like you escaped some pretty nasty stuff, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, you just got to know when to run. Yeah. And okay, so let's move over to your political um, activism. Now, I was looking at your Twitter bio, and it says you're the co-founder of LA Cafe and co-founder of Don't Get Purged. So, would you talk about those? Uh, yeah, LA Cafe happened because uh, George Bush had come into power. I think it was in 2003 we created it. Um, the sort of mindset, you know, you can blame monotheism or whatever. But uh, someone would sweep into Hollywood and uh, sweep into town and have this one big thing that was going to win for everybody, mm-hmm. or one, or you know, the presidential candidate would sweep up all the money, mm-hmm. and it takes millions of organizations hitting all sorts of people from all walks of life to make a movement, mm-hmm. and people didn't realize that and. So we kept losing, and uh, when we should have won, because you know people were depending on one guy. One, well, I remember one year this guy goes, "I have GPSs. We're going to get every voter." It was just a joke, mm-hmm. and uh, so I created it with Dan Carroll and Jessica Tully. Her dad used to run the um, the Democratic Party, and Dan Carroll. You know, has advised everybody he used to write our democratic platform, and hmm. he was um, the the secret Obama weapon all those years. But uh, Dan and, and Jess and I made this thing called LA Cafe, where baby gra- where we get foundations to come, and baby grassroots groups and activists together, and they could present, and you could find out about every new group coming up i mean move on came out of my mm-hmm. living room they i'm sure there were several living rooms that came out of but we got critical funding early funding for crew 
from that. We got critical funding for all sorts of groups. And uh, that's what we would do is basically den mother baby grassroots groups hmm. and help them, you know, advise them, uh, bring them to light, get the word out, and uh, hopefully couple them with some early funding. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then um, what about Don't Get Purged? Don't Get Purged, uh, I created it uh, when Stacey Abrams was running the first time for governor. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't bear the racism, and she was just willy-nilly purging black voters. I mean, they have so many problems in yeah. that state. But one of, that they're famous for, I think they just purged about 134,000 voters. So wow. if you're from Georgia, check your registration. Yeah. Um, and also, sort of the the common speak at all the voting rights groups was not to, at the time was not to mention voter purging because they thought that would keep voters away from the polls. Right. I said, why don't we educate them on how to get back on the roll if they've been yes, purged? Exactly. <laughs> You know, they need to check their registration way before registration closes. Yeah. And if they find out they've been, and check it, I say check it weekly, Mm because you never know. Mm -hmm. They're going to pull a lot of stuff. I would expect everything in 2024. Yeah. But uh, they cannot purge you twice. And Stacy taught me this. Hmm. They cannot purge you twice in an election cycle. Interesting. And they cannot purge you within 90 days of an election. Oh, good to know, yeah. But voters don't know that all they need to do is if they find out they've been purged and registration isn't closed, all you do is simply re-register. Mm-hmm. takes about three minutes. Right. And they can't legally kick you off again. Wow. And if you find out you've been purged twice, you just call 866-R-VOTE, you know, mm-hmm. get a they'll take care of it for you wow that's really good to know that's amazing that you're that you're doing that so uh, you know i just, well, I just say couldn't things. bear the racism it was just grotesque yeah it is grotesque it's disgusting and, and you know the, just the simple ways they do this and you know i really studied it the issue i got information they used to go into these little southern towns and tell them you need to purge your voter rolls and you need to use my computer program to purge your voter rolls and they'd say well no we know who's dead and who's alive and they'd say well we're going to sue you oh and a lot of these tiny towns would capitulate because they they didn't have the money to fight a court case wow you know wow. the city council wouldn't say i'm not going to give that to elections you know mm-hmm. it's it's really insidious they used to have what was that thing Cobox came up with? It was like some, it was called Match Check or Check Match something. Anyway, where they, they'd find someone with the same name as you in a different state and then delete uh, your name from the voter rolls uh, because you you were trying to vote twice. Right. And it, it could be somebody totally different that was yeah. no proof or anything. Oh, my God. There's such and then they had programs years. that got rid of African-American sounding names mm-hmm. got rid of uh, Latino sounding names. They, they have the Facebook data. They know yeah. who's, and believe me, I'm sure there's enough crooked people that have, you know, breached poll security and yeah. given out voter 
information. So I would just say keep checking because purging voter rolls is one of the most common ways mm -hmm. they suppress the vote. Yeah. Another way is, you know, not providing enough polling places, not providing right. enough polling machines that actually work. I saw that happen in Georgia. Yeah. Um, not, uh, and then the, the grossest thing is the voter roll challenges, which hopefully we'll be able to knock down in the courts, where there, there are individuals in Georgia that challenge 7,000 votes at a time. Wow. They don't know these people. Yeah. They have no right to challenge their vote. Wow. And yet they're letting them do it. Of course. And what it does is it forces election officials to have to set up hearings for these people. Make, and it overwhelms them, and it almost makes me feel like it's something Putin came up with to, yeah. to to harass our election officials because we to produce chaos. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. It really is. Oh my God. So, um, what is it that led you to activism in the first place? Or you know, when did you were you always political? Was there one event? Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, I think growing up, it was probably feminism where I mm -hmm. noticed that you can't do that, but he can. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I think it started with that, and it it grew, you know, to environmentalism and, mm -hmm. and uh, politics. Yeah. How like w were you always an adult following politics, or like for me, I think the first. Big deal was 2000, Al Gore, The Hanging Chads. And, I mean, I, I was paying attention to that. And then I, I really got sucked in by Sarah Palin because she scared the shit out of me. And, um, you know, and then from... Yeah, when I they started getting Mondo, I think everybody started paying yeah. attention. <laughs> I long for the days when we didn't think about our government. I know. <laughs> I know. You just didn't think, you know, you maybe had one or two issues, but you didn't think about it daily. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't and live with, with the, the fear. fire hose of mm -hmm. psychoness. But there was stuff I found out. Ed Markey once told me stuff that would curl your hair. Okay. I mean, during Bush, they tried to put spent uranium back into the recycle market. You know, there's wow. things like that that happen every day in the Congress. Yeah. You don't want to look that close. It's <laughs> creepy. It, well, it's just basically mind-boggling. But yeah. now... I think um, now it's just a matter of do we have a democracy or not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what that's what we're all fa facing and fighting. And that leads me to the next question: Like, what do you think are the most important issues that we're facing now? Yeah, the, the most important issues that we're facing is 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 climate change, mm -hmm. which is global warming. Yes, Let's, you know, not euphemize it. Right. Global warming and AI, but we can't deal with that right now because we're dealing with these freak, freak, kook, recidivists that want to, you know, steal all our rights. Yeah, yeah, and but I it, would say democracy. It, it all boils down to money, mm -hmm. and it's about wanting to create a permanent underclass of of uh, overburdened cheap labor mm -hmm. with no choice recourse or education or information it's just i mean i i don't know like what do you do to deal with this because for me you know i work in this i work out it's, that helps you yeah. i get in the gym and i 
an oral garden or something like that, and then I yeah. can settle down. <laughs> well, you've got to physically. I have to physically get it out of myself. Yeah, I know. Working out really makes a huge difference. I've actually yeah. just started strength training earlier this year, and yeah. it helps. It really makes a difference. Just pushing yourself. Yeah, you know, beyond stasis is important. Yeah. Well, you know, last night I was watching Chris Hayes and. I was really happy to see this because his A block was incredibly optimistic. He was talking about... Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. That You know, there were two races recently. There was one in New Hampshire, one in Pennsylvania. They flipped seats from Republican to Democrat. And I can't remember about the New Hampshire, but at least I believe in Pennsylvania. Um, not only did she flip the seat, she made it so that the state house is now um, majority Democratic. So... We're seeing, you know, there's a lot of good news coming out regarding, um, you know, uh, what do you call it, special elections. The fact that people are showing up for these spe- special elections, like on a random yes, Tuesday. Yes, people are showing up. Yeah. I, I think big that deal. the one thing that, you know, when the Russians made their big play at our country, I think uh, the one, th- and, you know, because of the NRA and, mm-hmm. and Trump, the, the, uh, Republican Party said, okay, we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, I think because of that, it, it's created citizens. Mm-hmm. And hmm. I think what scares me is all the, the weird death threatening yeah. that is going on. You know, I think there should be really stiff penalties for making any kind of a threat at anybody, especially yeah. elected officials or, yeah. or, or uh, people that perform public service yeah but but, um i think we have a lot to be optimistic about i think people are paying attention and people don't like it and people are disgusted and they're gonna vote yeah and i mean it this is so cool what's at stake they see the the world burning up yeah exactly and it's not fine (laughs) as the meme would suggest Um, But, you know, as Chris Hayes said, we are the silent majority. And he's right, because 7 million more of us voted for Biden in 2020. And then we saw what happened in 22. And so I do think we're the big silent majority. And I think that even though we are up against some really ugly and scary... Even though we don't have flags? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think think that we are doing pretty good. In fact, this is so cool. Taylor Swift posted on Instagram. uh, I think it was just, you know, get out the vote. She did, I I guess it was vote.org. And because of that, 35,000 people registered on Tuesday, which is a 23% jump from last year's natural... Uh, National Voter Registration Day. And then, let's see, there was 150... And we can register a whole lot more. People need to go into these gerrymandered districts. You can get a voter registration kit from any great place. Uh, uh, Rock the Vote has a great one. How to Create a Voter Registration Event. Right. Just Google how how do you create a voter registration event. And I know League of Women Voters, uh, when mm-hmm. we all vote, has a kit you put on your phone. Mm-hmm. But what the greatest thing that we could do is go into gerrymandered districts. People die. People change their mind. Mm-hmm. People move. Mm-hmm. And kids come of age. And we can change a lot in this country if we just did that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Doing that alone is huge. I'm trying to think. I believe, yeah, it was David Pepper. He was on my show a couple of months ago talking about. Yeah, David's right. Yeah, going and I just. I love him. He is so wonderful. But, like, you can contact your city council and try to get a voter registration in your library. Or, you know, there, you could do it at your workplace if it's big enough. And there's yeah, all kinds of things. Yeah, you do yeah, there's all kinds of things that you can do, and it won't necessarily, like, I know some people feel uncomfortable knocking on doors, and that's fine, because you don't have to knock on doors. There's all these other things that you can do um, to help democracy. Rachel Bittekoffer is saying, you know, just, we are all powerful, and that we all have some kind of platform on social media, and we can use that. Um, and, you know, I'm grateful for everyone who does and, and for the ones who don't just, you know, consider even if you don't want to be political, you can just post all kinds of information about, you know, where to vote, how to register, all that stuff. So you could stay nonpartisan and still be pro voting. So FYI. Um, yeah. And, you know, I want to ask you this. I know a lot of people are worried about Trump, you know, becoming the president again. Um some people aren't. Where where are you on this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about Trump becoming president again. <laughs> uh, do, I mean, do you think... Of course I am. That's why I'm saying we need to all volunteer to work the elections, too, yeah. because we can't let the kooks be the only ones counting the vote. Well, th- this is true. I think... Hell yes, I'm worried. It'll be the end <laughs> of life on Earth. Yes. Yes. Be worried. Be very worried. Yeah. There are people, you know, a lot of the people in that insurrection didn't vote. Yeah. Those people that were berserking all over and pooping on the, the <laughs> Capitol. Yeah. They register to vote now. Yeah, that's true. They're registering people. But you know how Ron DeSantis got elected? They registered more people in Florida. Hmm. They had a big voter registration drive. Hmm. All we need to do is register voters and give money to Democracy Docket and, and all the the organizations that register young kids mm-hmm. and pick all your local – you've got to start funneling bucks. That's yeah. the other thing. People are sitting on their hands with the giving. If you got lunch money, you know, don't do your nails – do your nails every other week. Do right. your hair every other week. You know, right? We really need to, to pony up for this because there are there is unlimited money. If anybody looks at the Leonard Leo stories, that yes. is against us, and it's going to be pulling out all the stops. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fake information everywhere, and it's it's going to be a shit show. Yeah, we should support the people that support us we absolutely should and i would love to see more democratic liberal billionaires you know putting their money into saving democracy uh we certainly see a lot of billionaires from the right doing everything they can to destroy it but that doesn't discount like what you just said lunch money or you know five bucks if you've got five bucks just, you know, do what you can, whether it's democracy. Also, or... if you give to organizing groups now, your money goes so much further. That's, you know, yes, people start right. getting scared like halfway through 2024 and mm-hmm. they don't get money. That's but true. Yeah. You need to start front loading everything. Yeah. The only reason we lost the house is nobody front loaded. Right. So they can't hire canvassers. They can't right. hire people until they get the money. Wow. Well, all yeah. right. So, 
Let me ask you, you said this earlier, you said we have a lot to be optimistic about. So what do you feel we have to be hopeful about heading into Well, if you look at, look at Kansas, mm-hmm. I mean, we, and, and all the special elections, Democrats have been kicking ass. Yeah. And uh, nobody wants abortion <laughs> uh, to be illegal. Right. Nobody wants, they want to overturn Dobb. Uh, and and uh, people are getting furious about mm-hmm. the Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah. It's like, who the hell do they think they are? <laughs> you have we such need to get a, a hold of vibe. <laughs> both chambers again. Yes, yes. And we need to put a, a stop to this Trump stuff because all it is is just Putin propaganda. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Trump is under his thumb. And yeah, they just. You know, and and the whole thing about nihilism for nihilism's sake is obnoxious. Yeah, it is obnoxious. It's like, what are they thirteen? <laughs> well, you know, I think that without naming anybody in particular, um, there are certain far leftists who I wouldn't be surprised if there were, you know, in quotes, progressive groups that were basically being funded by Putin. You know, just like these fake progressive groups that are paying you know, the, the, the social media people to promote. I mean, one of them is literally promoting, um, oh God, Lenin, Vladimir Lenin and praising him. I used to live in Russia. I lived in Russia in 1981 when it was communism. And I really? went to, That's yeah, interesting. it was, yeah, it was fascinating. And I got to see, you know, what it's like to live in a commun, a real communist country. And I can't like, when I saw this person promoting, Vladimir Lenin I'm like oh my and I I know they're being paid I know they're being paid and and it's all bullshit and I wish people would stop listening you know to people like Russell Brand or you know Kennedy all these people are nuts but I don't know I'm not overly concerned about them at this point I'm kind of putting them in the like you know I'm like compartmentalizing that putting it over to the side and waiting till we get closer to see if they truly have an impact because Right now, I, I doubt. I just don't think they're going to really go anywhere. But no, I think Fox News has a much bigger impact. Yeah, I do too. So, hopefully, hopefully, I think you know. I'm with you. I think we have a lot to be optimistic about, and I am. Uh, truly... Women are mad. Yeah, we women are, are so pissed. pissed off. And, and we we haven't forgotten. No, and you, young people. Yeah, and and young people. And men are mad. People are mad. People just want. We've seen what good government can do yeah. and we're seeing what Joe Biden has done for us is incredible yeah more than a president the past 50 years I know he's so great and I mean I totally underestimated him so I'm yeah and the news stations it. don't pay attention to that yeah. they're just trying to create controversy to get your eyes yes well and and that's a good question the last thing I'm going to ask you is where do you get your news where do I get my news yeah. I I I do a lot. I, I like The Guardian. Mm-hmm. I like, I like um, you know, when I was in Rome, I was just in Rome, and uh, I still like the BBC. Mm-hmm. I, I like MSNBC yeah. very much. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm just waiting for them to be taken over by something conservative, because that should happen to CNN. Yeah. My husband, you know, used to say I was imagining things when he said CNN's getting conservative now he's disgusted yeah yeah I know my dad was a big CNN fan 
and I was I could see it happening too, and I just thought, oh no. And then they had that Trump town hall, and it seemed like my dad was so angry. <laughs> it was like, how could they do that? So, yeah, I I hope MSNBC does not go to because I like their I like their nightly lineup. I'm not I don't watch it during the day, but I do like their night, and I love Mehdi Hassan. I mean, I just I see that guy ascending. Yeah, he's Mehdi. amazing. Oh, he's so good. I'm so There's glad. There's so many good people. There's but a lot I also get a lot of my news from like Aaron Rupar and Asa yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, those two are great, and I love Aaron Rupar's commentary. He's so funny. He's so cute and funny. Both of them are hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> They're so dry. I love that. Yeah, I know we do. Oh my God, it's just so cool being able to talk to you, and you're so chill. And I just, I love that you're so chill. You have such like a chill <laughs> attitude. <laughs> it's I, I got off coffee, so I'm much chiller. <laughs> All right. Well, um, first I want to say thank you for being on the show because. I just think you're awesome, and I love following you on Twitter. And then I want you to tell everybody where they can find you out there in social media. Oh, you can find me on Twitter. (laughs) And your handle is what? Heather Thomas AF? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I'm author Kimberly, L-E-Y, and then you can just go to my pinned tweet, and you can see all the other socials that I'm on because I'm not naming them. And once again, Heather, it was awesome talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, you take care. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.